So, last night, you did your first PC stream. On, I did? Yeah. And mm-hmm. everybody was in Discord, and it went really well. Yeah, man. Uh, how long would you was you putting together everything for the stream? What, as in from downloading um, Streamlabs to getting it set up? Uh, yeah. Because you called me, when was it? Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? And you were working on the Streamlabs and talking about the Streamlabs. Stuff like that. So I think I downloaded it on Tuesday. <clears throat> okay. Was just having a nose, playing around with it, and then realized the potential. And I was like, well, we need this in our lives. So probably from Tuesday. And then I called you about it. And then I've been playing around with it. And then, yeah, it was literally ready to go yesterday. No, I probably put in four or five hours per night just because I had to find my way around it. I mean, yeah, there is really no instruction manual. You've got to find your feet with it, realizing its potential, what it can do with widgets and things like that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, took me about three hours just to do the grit show watermark. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah, I that to... was the coolest thing. Like you did that. And I was like, bro, that is awesome. Cause you well, asked me for the logo and I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> so like, <"Ta-da!" laughs> uh, and yeah, man, it was, um, <clears throat> Because obviously, when you sent me the logo where Hannah designed it, it's on like that background that looks like wood, and it just doesn't really fit in anywhere when it looks like wood. Right. It's right. like right, so I need to do this, and I managed to pull that off of the the wood. <laughs> That's what she said. Jesus Christ! We started already. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even do the show yet. I know, right? So I pulled the grit show's wood off. <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> hey, Savage, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> welcome to literally, this is us every week, even before we start recording. Uh, uh, just Paige right, goes you know. giggity. <laughs> yeah, Paige got giggity. Oh, man. So, yeah, so I pulled the Grit Show's wood off, and yeah, man, and it took a little bit of adjusting, and I got it looking good. And yeah, so it's probably been between three and five hours per night, right? Doing it, hence why I've not been streaming or gaming because uh, yeah, cause... like you haven't been playing with me for almost a week, and I'm over here getting kind of lonely and crap, and like you're not even around. <laughs> like Don't that. Savage has been keeping you company, bro. So it's been... she hasn't been playing with me every night though, because I don't... um, I don't know. Work's been insane. You probably know yeah. the UK under lockdown. Um, yeah. it's been absolutely crazy they've been coming home working on the Streamlabs thing trying to get it look nice and professional which is what we like and then um and then yeah crashing out and not speaking to anyone so yeah so that's where i've been this week um but yeah i'm pleased man there's a bit of a proud proud moment in me of like yeah it looks good man i'll take <laughs> yeah, it it looks good yeah i mean it looks really good the pages come together really well you did a really good job with it and uh, like I said before, I do appreciate the work that you put in for it. And it looks really good. Time, so. you know, that partnership. So, hello, welcome to the Grit Show for anyone. Welcome back to the Grit Show, guys. Welcome we're back. on ep- We're on episode eight, man. Eight episode weeks. eight. We've and been doing anyone this listening to this months. and thinking, like, what on earth is going on? This is the first time we're actually live streaming our yeah. podcast recording. Because so why not? 
you guys are getting a really good treat out of this, man. We got some good topics today as well. So, and plus, this is going to be new for us because we have the stream going and we're also recording the podcast at the same time. So it's going to be a little weird. One thing is good. We can have some live intervention in terms of when we're discussing something, if someone's got an opinion or something like that, they can let it be known and we can discuss it, which is great. We'd like a little bit of, uh, of, of feedback. All about our community, man. So absolutely, man. But yeah, I don't care. Last night, that first PC live stream, I know it was only about an hour and 40 minutes, but dope, man. I'm happy. I, like, I, like I told you, when you jumped in the Skype call, I was like, I'm actually watching last night's stream. <laughs> I well, was watching. I even, uh, I even showed Kelsey it. Oh, yeah? Not that she has any interest in gaming or anything like that. Anyone mm-hmm. one of Kelsey's my, my daughter's mum. And she's a technophobe, and she looks at it, and she's like, that's actually really cool. And I was like... Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like that. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. Oh, I got right. tr- got in trouble. Oh, what you do? You know your Santa joke. Santa joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh I got Leah to tell her mummy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so how did that go? How did the joke go? No, like how did it go over? Uh, they Kelsey. laughed, and then I got a very severe evil look, and it was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, just being a dad. <laughs> Did you tell her it was from me? Not yet. <laughs> you I think she'd be... <laughs> Next time you, you text her to say, where's Lloyd? She may not help you. <laughs> she might not. You're right. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, let's get on with it, man. Let's talk about the very first topic. Let's talk about Epic Games is thinking about adding a subscription to Fortnite. First off, you've talked about this in a recent podcast about things are going toward subscription based. And mm-hmm. how do you feel about this? Well, we've spoken about subscription based, but subscription based as in with, say, Sony or Xbox or something like that, where you have a collection. So you'll pay your 10, 15, whatever pounds per month, dollars, whatever country you're in, but mm-hmm. you get a library of things. Yeah. Now, the only games, really, that get away with subscription-based services, as in their sole game, are MMOs, right? Yeah. We're going to take World of Warcraft, for example. It's been around for 15 years, okay? Yeah. It is a subscription-based, so you pay a monthly fee to play. But the thing is, the game is huge. Mm -hmm. There is everything from your casual, I just like the world and it's pretty, and I want to collect mounts, to the hardcore raiders. There's something kind of for everyone. The game is huge. Yeah. And it's constant content. Fortnite does not have enough content in it to make it a monthly subscription. I agree. 100%. And also, they've monetized it heavily, but only on cosmetic stuff. Not yeah. content, it's all cosmetics. So what, you're going to charge people a monthly fee so they can have cosmetic crap? And they're already, they're already doing that with the Battle Pass, and the Battle Pass normally ra- exactly. lasts around two and a half months to three months. So, I mean, really, it just doesn't make sense. But uh, I have some numbers here. And it says, the survey showed players an image suggesting that a bundle would offer 1,000 V-Bucks, which 1,000 V-Bucks right now is $7.99, last I checked. And it says right here, worth about $8 each month. As well as instant access to each season's battle pass, which will set paying customers back another $8 or so every three months. And then it says, there's also a monthly crew pack offering early access to a skin, pickaxe, and back bling as well as asking players 
what they understand would be included in the potential subscription. The survey queries how much they'd be willing to pay for it with $15.99 and $18.99 price tags floating by Epic. So, really, it's just... It's cosmetic shit. It's all cosmetic. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And see, um, the thing is, if you're getting early access to all of these outfits, you're not going to be the only one who's getting the early access. Almost everybody's going to be getting the early access that has a subscription. So, which really, there's nothing special about any early access content or cosmetics that you get because everybody's going to have it. That's I'm paying gonna, for the subscription. I'm going to make sure I'm saying this correctly. So, Pepper Puck with a P. Um, just stated that they'll lose so many players, and I agree. Well, they've already lost a lot. They've lost loads. I mean, the thing is, they are just turning it into a money pit for players. Yeah, it's annoying. I I don't feel that they keep up to date with their game very well. They don't provide enough content for it. It it is the same thing over and over. Yeah, they might change a few things, like put vehicles in, take this weapon out, put this weapon in, might change the map, but effectively... It's the same thing over and over again. There's not enough variety within that game to even pull it into the class of how an MMO can charge a monthly fee. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't work. No. And I think they're just... I think they're probably hitting a, a bit of a speed bump where they are losing players and they just want to be like, we want to keep our money up. So what do we do? Oh, let's charge all the kids this amount. They'll just badger their parents, end up paying it. And we yeah. can still keep the money rolling in. But that's not how you keep a game going. That's the thing that puts the gaming industry um, in this bad light. It's things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, so, yeah. after a while, you start losing the replay value. So it's just like, why even, you know. Which well, is the thing. I don't think it has got much replay value. It's been out for so long. It's, as mm-hmm. I said, even though they've made these subtle changes, it is the same thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's and it's all cosmetic changes, like you said. Yeah. That's really all it is. It's just yeah, cosmetic, absolutely. So. If they brought something interesting, so they had a battle royale mode, but then also they put in, I don't know, anything. Do you know what I mean? But not just a battle royale mode. I know you've got like the main game that's creative and stuff like that. No one plays it. They need to do more of it. You can't, like, if you're doing a comparison of, say, like an MMOS game that can charge a monthly fee, that's mm-hmm. huge. Um, Fortnite doesn't match up to that in any way, shape, or form, not even slightly. No. If you look at ESO, World of Warcraft, uh, Star Wars, The Old Republic, these games are gigantic. Yeah. Like the Fortnite map is literally a tiny speck in one of these games. They Compared have entire, to that, yeah. Yeah, they absolutely. have entire planets and worlds and raids and dungeons and God knows what else. They've got so much in the game. Um, yeah, yeah, so Pepper uh, agrees with me. Um, and I agree, Pepper. So she stated that it's going to die off so fast. Completely agree. Do you know what I mean? Well, you the do... thing is, is like it, they're at a point now. I mentioned this in a previous podcast where it's almost like this Marvel Battle Pass was a cry for help to try to pull their player base back in. But what gets me is doing that, like pulling the player base back in with the Marvel Battle Pass, doing this is going to just push them away, it feels like. Mm-hmm. So you're bringing in all these other players, or all these players that left, you know, and then pushing them all away with this monthly subscription. It just doesn't make sense. But the response to this survey seems relatively positive. 
Uh, although it has some players mourning the loss of the annual subscription pass mentioned last year, which Epic eventually decided not to pursue. But what gets me is the response is relatively positive. Like, I don't see how it's positive. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know, man. Like I said, a cry for help, and then they're doing this? Nah. (laughs) I'm glad I got out when I did, you know? Well, I was never in, you know me, man. Um, It's been dying a death for a while, uh, in my opinion. It's just, I think um, they're just, they're desperate, is my, yeah. is my opinion. Um, and doing something like this is probably going to be the nail in the coffin for them. They've lost so many people. Uh, and I think it's just going to gonna be more, uh, sorry, just reading what Pepper's saying. She got uh, it. She's, she's asked, is this something that they are just talking about at this point, or is it in the works for sure? Uh, right now, this is something that's just kind of floating around, I think on Twitter is where they put it, and they're getting a survey of all the players. So, and like I said, most of the responses from the players are positive. So that's what gets me. I don't know, like... The thing is, but their player base is only a fraction of what it once was. So Absolutely. And even most of the pros that played it religiously don't play it anymore. No, no, none do. Um, you look at people like Shroud. I mean, he'll play. I mean, Shroud plays World of Warcraft Classic and and Valorant and things like. He doesn't even touch Fortnite or no. PUBG. Do you mean him and Doctor Disrespect? Um, they all started off on like PUBG, mm. and obviously that kind of had its time. Um, Fortnite. The thing is, is like we've we've discussed this like outside the stream before, but mm-hmm. battle royales are kind of a fad. So pre battle royale, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Do you feel like battle royales are falling off? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Like hundred percent. Just any then, battle royale. Not yeah, the, yeah. The the kind of the craze and the fad is kind of over. So you think about it, before we had battle royales, everything was zombies, wasn't it? Yep. Everything was zombies, and that's zombie survival. Fall, yeah, zombie and that's waves. Fallen yeah. off quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And even though it gave a nice boost to like survival games as a whole, it's where like we got Ark and things like that. The forest, there's loads of stuff, and you know, um, survivors have come a long way now, and it's boosted them. Um, but yeah, it was zombies. Then it was battle royale, and battle royale, I think, kind of had its day. Um, yeah. All the battle royales that were big aren't big anymore. No. And then you've got a lot of smaller people trying to go along those lines of battle royales. Yeah. I mean, I think Varian, they come in. They come in at the wrong time. Mm. I mean, Valorant, I think, done quite a smart thing because they've gone to CSGO the aspects. C- CSGO aspects. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Some guns not even aiming down sight. So they've gone down that line, going back to the old school, which a lot of people like, which I think is a smart idea because it's new, it's refreshing. It's not yeah. the same old thing over and over again because you've got so many battle royals out now. And are any of them really doing really well? I wouldn't say so. I know Warzone's still big, but that's just because it's tied to Call of Duty. That's that's the only reason. And and the new Call of Duty just come out, so. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I know it's got zombies. The new Call of Duty. I don't even know if it's got. Battle it's got Royale. a wave base. It's got a wave base zombie. I don't think it's mm-hmm. got a uh, battle royale. Yeah, I think battle royales are on their way out. They've kind of had their day. They'll still be knocking around for a long time, but they're never going to be as popular as what they once were. No. And the thing is, if Fortnite wants to do something to, to keep their player base, they need to bring originality to it. 
So it's going to be a case of they're going to have to bring something new to the table, not just a battle royale. Hey, we've added this new game mode, and it's not zombies, and it's not a battle royale. It's this, and it's new, and no one knows what it is, and everyone's like, oh, let's jump in that. Because that's that's how PUBG started, man. Yeah, but the thing is, though, with that being said, that almost everything's been thought of. So even if they come out with an idea, it's got to be really good. We say things we thought of, but we don't know what they're working on. Do you know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, that's true. But it just we... seems like all games are copying each other to an extent. Well, they have done for for a long time, but then there's a lot of yeah. lot of newer day ideas. But then also, it might be a case of going back to the old school, much like the way Valorant had. Because apart from CS:GO, there wasn't a load of games that went along that esque of gameplay or how that works. But Valorant did, and it mm. works. Yeah. So, who knows? But see, the thing is, is like with Valorant, they brought in a different skin to it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like terrorists and stuff like that. It was just kind of like these little action heroes, I guess. Yeah, and they've all got their own abilities and things like that. So, it's it's a new spin on it. It's the same principle. but Same gameplay, just different. Yeah. I mean, there's a few battle royals that done that. What was that one that you and me played? Spell... Spellbreak? Spellbreak. So that was you had classes with abilities and things like that, didn't we? And then oh, Apex. you're thinking of Realm Royale. Realm Royale, that's the one. Yeah, Spellbreak was actually awful. Uh, it was terrible. I don't like it. Either. Yeah, uh, Apex Legends done a similar thing. You had these characters that had all unique special abilities and things like that. Yeah, it's a good take. Yeah, Apex Legends is still very popular. A lot of that relevant. is down to, it's, still, it's relevant. still relevant. A lot of that is down to a lot of skill. You have that. It's got yeah. quite a high skill ceiling. Um, quick thinking. You know, it's very very fast paced. Yep. Whereas things like Fortnite is not really. I mean, there is a skill gap there. Yeah, but not, not, not it's not fast paced. It's not. No. A, it's not as fast paced as like Apex Legends. No, Apex, Apex is yeah. stupid fast paced. Because there's a huge learning curve of Fortnite. I mean, yeah, you got to know how to shoot, but you also need to know how to build, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. And that's a huge learning curve for anybody. Like, it's basically taking Minecraft and putting it in a third-person shooter. I mean, essentially, you know, it's just terrible. But, I don't know, I I think I can honestly say, with this getting the positive results that it's getting, you know, people are saying, yeah, I think I would be okay with that, you know. With Fortnite going that path, I think my Fortnite ship has sailed. I can honestly say I'll probably never go back. Dude, do you want to know something? My Fortnite, my Fortnite ship never left the dock. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know how you feel about it. But the thing is, is I played it for 10 seasons. So it's like... Oh, yeah, know. I know, man. You loved it. Um, I never I got know. it. Uh, I played PUBG. I mm-hmm. played PUBG a lot. I liked the way PUBG done things. Yeah. Much bigger map. Much more tactical. Like, you know me. I like the kind of tactical... Yeah. aspects of games that you've got to actually think before and i know obviously you have got a thing in terms of building and stuff like that but i just like no, the no. fact yeah yeah that it was there was a, a sense of some form of realism to it mm-hmm. you did have to be tactical um bullet ballistics were realistic too because didn't you have bullet drop in PUBG? Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah there was a bunch of bullet ballistics and stuff like that the only thing you had bullet drop wise in fortnite was the sniper mm-hmm so, but yeah, you're right. It, bullet drop was a thing that 
everything, Play even it. to the point of so with PUBG, you had a lot of attachments. So mm. if you put a silencer on a gun, it reduces the damage because it's got less range, uh, less impact, um, yeah. things like that. And then you had like different grips. So one type of grip would be for horizontal recoil, another type of grip was for vertical recoil. So depending on the gun that you had, you wanted certain types of grips, things like that. That I liked. That was really in depth. It was really in depth game, and that was good. I never did actually play it. I, I kind of wanted to try it out, you know, and just see what it was like. But I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. I think the realism of it is what got me to think. Eh, I think it's just too far. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think uh, in terms of Fortnite. I think it's had its day. I think it's done. Uh, yeah, I'm with you too. I, I mean, um, that, like I said, my ship is sailed on Fortnite, and I'm kind they of they are they're just clinging on for dear life. They're trying to yeah. milk it as much as they can for as long <laughs> as they can. Right. Which, if you got something, why, why wouldn't you? I guess. Um, but yeah, but am I sad to see it go? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So moving on, talk about Xbox tells Sony it's a pleasure to game. So although they're <laughs> rivals in the gaming world, Microsoft and Sony have shown a bit of camaraderie as they head into an all-important festive shopping season. The new message read, generation after generation, it's a pleasure to game alongside you. Happy launch day, PlayStation. We hope both our consoles and all our games bring joy to people during these challenging times. It's kind of good. I mean, even though there's the uh, the console wars and stuff like that, it's good that they can actually do that, you know, and say, you know, it's happy, happy launch day, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of good, even though there's people out there who are like, oh, Xbox or die or PlayStation Nation, you know, that kind of thing. It's just sure. I think, I mean. I mean, if you if we go back a few years, mm-hmm. you used to have all the people like PC Master Race, <clears throat> and everyone was Xbox yeah. or PlayStation or PC. Mm-hmm. None of them was all for it. Like, dude, I got a PC, I got a PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. I got an Xbox One. The amount of people that have all, do you know I mean the amount of streamers that have all, and people got Switches and and stuff like that as well. It's become such a big, vast thing now. Um, dude, you're going to give me uh, what, what is going on right now? I'm looking at Paige's comment. says, I will be so sad when <laughs> Fortnite is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go on. You're good. No, your camera was flashing, man. It was like, I thought I was going to have an epileptic fit. <laughs> <laughs> Lost my thread there. Where was I? Uh, I don't remember. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, so gaming's come a long way in in the recent years. Yeah, and it is. I mean, the gaming community as a whole, even though you have got people trying to be like, yeah, PC master, right? Xbox till I die, PlayStation till I die. But yeah. everyone's in the same boat, and it's become such a huge, vast thing now. Um, that it's nice to see a bit of camaraderie now. Yes, we know that Microsoft played that pulled that big card of buying Bethesda, which really screwed Sony. And but we know that Sony have been trying to screw Xbox for God knows how long with all their um, exclusives. 
And then just to see a bit of camaraderie between the two is nice. I don't know whether it's a trolling fact. There's no telling, really. It's a publicity there's always... stunt. Isn't that, isn't that the excuse for everything? It's a publicity stunt. Oh, yeah, man. Stunt. I mean, it could be a publicity stunt. It could be down to, like, people perceive it as camaraderie, but actually they might be giving Sony a jab of being like, hey, we've got more than say, you. Yeah, I was about to say, it might be a jab at Sony. It could be. I mean, I mean no. um, but then Xbox have had the best launch of a console ever. Really? So far, so you, obviously both consoles are out now. Um, and it's Xbox's, Xbox's best ever launch in the history of their consoles. Even with all the problems? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But then there's problems on both sides. I mean, do we... Do we yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Do we want to touch base on this? Yeah, so let's, I don't do, you let's guys, talk, since we're already here. Uh, we are. When in Rome. Until when in Rome. Exactly. Um, so if you guys wasn't aware, been living under a rock, uh, both Xbox One X and the PlayStation 5 have released. Both have launched with some issues. <laughs> yes, some issues. They've been out three days, by the way. Mm-hmm. So... Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Pepper Pug just said, Re- leave my rock alone. <laughs> 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 so, both consoles are suffering from disk drive issues. So, both of them have had disk drives which are noisy, uh, faulty. Uh, some of them had them where they literally have had to force the disk in. Some people can't get their disks in. Um, some people got their disk trapped in them. So, yeah. So, to be fair, both of them uh, have, both companies have been really good in terms of support um, and replacing uh, replacing the consoles for people that have got faulty ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a hilarious thing. don't know if you saw. Did you see the smoking Xbox? I did. And I saw this and something about xbox was like telling people don't vape in your xbox or something <laughs> like that it's yeah. like so the guy why do you have to it? tell people that though that's terrible because well, a dude posted a thing saying oh i've got a brand new xbox it's smoking these are faulty these are rubbish and then it trying to it transpired that he was blowing vape smoke into the inlet so wow. then xbox to try and kind of tear away from like actually these consoles aren't smoking there isn't a problem with them he's like please refrain from blowing vape smoke into the inlet of your Xboxes. I just thought it was hilarious. Why would you even... Like, why would you even think, I'm going to blow smoke in my Xbox just to see what I can get out of this. But that why has been... Even... <laughs> that's been the extent of Xbox's issues yeah. that we know of so far. PlayStation, well... A couple more. Uh, it's first gen, so doesn't surprise me. Oh, no, true. So there's been a couple of PlayStation deaths. So there's a bit of an issue where people turn on their PlayStation and then what happens is um, it crops the data. So it comes up with uh, a bit of a message that reboot your PlayStation, data is corrupt, and apparently there's a bit of a process where you can get that to, to rectify. And a lot of people have been able to get it to rectify. Also, a lot of people have not, and... PlayStation almost goes into a self-destruct mode and then all of a sudden they just get a big red light on and it doesn't turn on anymore and it's dead. Wow. Um, so that's another issue. We've touched on in our previous podcast about memory expansion on both Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, we spoke about how PlayStation has an M.2 drive mm-hmm. for its expansion. Well, yep. that is not enabled yet. Ooh, okay. So, apparently, that's going to be uh, available in a future update. Now, what's interesting is that both consoles are sold with a terabyte SSD, correct? Right. <clears throat> I mean, yes, absolutely. Actual usable space to install games on the PlayStation 5 is 667 gig. I can't believe that. So that's how much that the operating system is using out of the terabyte. Right. And then the expansion for memory isn't even enabled yet. Why? Like, are they, they're bringing in an update, you said? Yeah, it would. Those those slots will be yes. uh, enabled in an update. So right now, if you if you plug an M.2 drive into it, it won't work because it's not enabled. And then another thing which we've come to uh, another thing which we have uh, been brought to light is that PlayStation fives do not support fourteen forty. Now most people will think, oh well, why does that matter? 1440 is a monitors only. There are no TVs mm. at 1440. That is an issue purely because anyone that streams is going to be using a 1440 monitor. Right. So you can't not stream. So... Well, no, they'd have to. They'd have to use 1080p instead. Just, which oh, I got you. I got you. Not yeah. Good. Okay. Um, so the quality of their streams is going to go downhill. Um, Sony have turned around that they're mainly supporting TVs currently. And I think this is going to be a bit of an issue. So, and a lot of people I know will have like a games room, so they might have a PC and a PlayStation and they plug both into the monitor. Well, now that's just going to cause them problems because it's not supported and they don't, they have said that they don't intend to support it. And I just think that's a silly thing not to support. Why, why would you, why wouldn't you support 1440 monitors? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I had say... my idea of bringing my PlayStation upstairs and plugging it into my monitor. No, my monitor's fourteen forty. No, you can't. You would have to downgrade and buy a monitor that supports it to do that. Right? I mean, I'm assuming it will still downscale to ten eighty. Uh, so you still use the monitor, but it'll downscale. Yeah, it'll downscale to ten eighty. Now, right, that people buy a fourteen forty monitor to have fourteen forty. I don't buy. I don't buy a fourteen forty monitor. And then go play all my games at 1080p. No, you don't. Because <laughs> why? Because why would you? Yeah, that's just a waste of money at that. That's point. not buying the widescreen and, and turn off widescreen and having all your games this big. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I've, got, I've got a hundred-inch TV in my room, but I've got to play my game on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it yeah, just doesn't right, make yeah. any sense. Absolutely. And Pepper Pug, um, Pepper Puck, God, um, already stated what exactly what I'm going to say. So she, she's written, uh, they already supported them before this new console. Why would they backtrack? Good question. It's a very good question. Why, like we had this conversation last week, why yeah. would they all of a sudden stop the customization options? Yeah. Well, why do it? They're trying like, to make so, money. so many things have gone backwards on it. It's like, so you're going to bring backwards compatible games, but you can't play them on a 1440 bono. You can't customize your own thing. You can't expand your memory yet because we're not going to allow you to. It's like what 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 are they what are they trying to achieve what what they're trying to do here. Could be a power play in the making. But then that's a very silly power play. 
It's like, hey, we took away all your good features that you liked before. Oh, no, no, no. No, Fire I mean, us. like, it's a power play in the making. So, like, they could be setting up for some, like, huge reveal where it's going to really surprise us later on. Maybe with the new generation, like the second generation, they might bring all that stuff into it. Very true. One of the, um, I think it's one of the directors of Sony as well, made a statement, as well as about 1440, they made a statement about VR. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, big... I'm going to ask this real quick. Since you mentioned VR, am I going to be able to play my VR, because I have the PlayStation VR, am I going to be able to use my PlayStation VR on my PS5? Yes. Okay, I thought so. I so, sure. so what he said is, you can read between the lines a little bit. So mm-hmm. he's either stating that the PlayStation 5 is going to improve PlayStation VR, which makes sense because you've got a more powerful console, mm-hmm. uh, a faster console. So theoretically, yes, you can't improve in terms of visuals because the resolution is what the re- resolution is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's but, 1080 for those lenses, mm-hmm. if I remember right. It's quite a, a low res yeah, uh, which is which is unfortunate. Um, but then, reading between the lines, some people are thinking, "Ah, oh, is there going to be a new VR they bring up for PlayStation 5? So they've always said that the VR is going to be supported throughout. So whatever PlayStation 4 VR you have, because there's two versions, you've got the older version and the newer version. Um, <clears throat> they're both fully supported in PlayStation 5. But we don't know if they're planning on doing a new one. But they had to support it because... Microsoft don't have VR. They don't sit like so. The Xbox One, no VR headset for it. Not never plan to go forward with it. Xbox the closest Series thing, X. the closest thing Xbox has to a VR is a Connect, mm-hmm. and is... trash. It's yeah. completely trash. No one uses it anymore. Um, no. And they've now. I don't know. Further down the line, are they going to tap into the, the VR market? Unlikely. I mean, obviously Microsoft have got PC. And one of the stupid things that they're doing is like, so Microsoft have brought out their own VR headset. Microsoft Flight Simulator, full VR supported, but it's only going to support, to begin, will only support the Microsoft VR headset. And then a later update will allow support of other headsets. So like your Oculus and stuff. And it's just like, what are you guys doing? There's no. You're literally taking a game that everyone loves that could sell really well. But if they don't buy your ridiculously overpriced headset that ain't that good, then uh, you can't play in VR. Right. It's like, what, what are people doing? There's no telling, man. Like, Pepper put, Sony, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, greed. And then, but at the same time, Microsoft, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? I mean, both sides. We are want customers, here. but let's take all the good stuff away from them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, both, both sides have faults. I mean, you can't just point no. finger at sony you can't point finger at just microsoft they both have their faults absolutely like i said they could as far as the sony side goes they might be bringing in you know all this stuff in the second generation console true but then it would give us something to look forward to it, it would but then everyone that's bought the first gen console that's a bit of a finger up to them ain't it screw but you the, but the thing is though is like wouldn't that come with a software update well, of course, yeah, but then they've still bought the first gen console. It's just some of these features, some of these things should be available from launch. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you take Xbox, for example, their memory expansion is available from launch. So, if you want to buy a memory expansion because you know you've got a lot of games you want to install in it, fine, mm-hmm. you can buy it. 
PlayStation, we you can only have 667 gig of space. Choose your games wisely because you ain't getting no more for a while. Yeah. And Why? plus, like you said, games are getting bigger too. So it's like... Dude, like, I don't even want to know how... Someone sent me a meme and it's hilarious. So basically, my sort of flight simulator is a simulator of the world. Mm-hmm. Core duties, file size, is bigger. It's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like, you know, at... <clears throat> at um, you know, games are getting bigger and each game is now running about 100 gigs. At well, this average, point... Yeah. At this point, you're only running six games on the console at one time before you have to delete one if a new one comes out. Dude, I remember when you used to have so much stuff installed. But see, the thing is, is, yeah, you only play maybe one game at a time, yeah, but, I mean, there's some people out there who, no, right, but, I mean, there's some people out there who play, like, five or six at a time. What's that say for them? Yeah, I mean, we I mean, can point out we can point out one guy right now we know that plays four at a time constantly. Destiny two, Monster Hunter, uh, he plays a little bit of Red Dead, you know, and plays a Switch while he's playing them, and plays a Switch while he's playing all those. You, so we know you know who you are. Yeah, and if you're in the stream, <laughs> you definitely know who you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did. He said he'd be here, and he didn't appear. Yeah, I mean, that's neither here nor there. We won't get into that. No, but we'll but, talk to him about it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Show sure, you the back of my hand, boy. <laughs> um, All right, moving on. Let's talk about Ubisoft. So, Ubisoft promises <laughs> to remove offensive language in the new Assassin's Creed. So, apparently, Courtney Craven, the founder of Can I Play That, pointed out that a character description in the game contained harmful language. In a tweet, they shared an image of a text describing a character as having severe burns on her face that she tries to hide. Craven also added GF, I think that's the character's name, who was a burn victim and spent many years ashamed of her scars, was sitting beside me when I came upon this bit in the game and the look on her face. I was embarrassed that this was her impression of the industry I love so much. So it's basically just talking about a burn victim and how she just, I don't know exactly what was said, but. That's the thing. I'm trying to figure out what was it. So that's what I was got, because I know you put it down as your thing. And I, was, I was doing a bit of research and I'm like, what? I don't even understand what's happened here. Yeah, like it doesn't even make sense. But what I can gather is it's a burn victim and maybe like one of the characters said something to the burn victim, maybe. So is the person that put in the complaint the burn victim, or is it a burn mm. victim in the game? It's a burn victim in the game, I think. Gotcha. Or the person playing the game, possibly. And maybe, I don't know. Or maybe both. Maybe the person maybe both. Playing. Yeah. But the thing is, is like we like stories that make sense. We like immersive stories. Yeah. Do you know what I mean if if it's a case of it, they're in the game? And then what? Like, keep in mind of the times that that is set in. Right. If there's a burn victim sat on the side begging for money, they're gonna have people walk past. I mean, I'm, I'm English. I'm British. Come from England. I know what people say with people sat on the on the side street. Do you know what I mean? They're gonna give them shit, right? <laughs> Sim, simple as, right? 
But see, they, they want they want to immerse you in that time period. Exactly. So it's just it's one thing you just gotta. I mean, you can't think of it as a jab to people who have burns or scars I, or whatever. It's a game. At the end of the day, it's a game, and they're trying to immerse you as deep as they can. That's the thing. Like you know me, man. I I love a good story. I love being Same. immersed into a story which which Same. like grips hold you. I mean. I'll say it many, many times. Um, the Last of Us, amazing, amazing story. The Last of Us Two, when you get, I'm not going to ruin it. For you. you get to a certain bit, and something happens. I'm like, no! Like, <laughs> do you mean because I was generally gutted. Like, how many games you get that now? Like, do you mean the stories are oh. back yeah, when? Right. Oh, I'm going to show my age right now. So back when I was younger, there wasn't that many multiplayer games. It was all single player games, mm-hmm. and it was all story driven. And they used to take you weeks to complete, not three hours. Do you know what I mean? And but the stories were good, and that's how I started out, man. And but they was, were so immersive. And they were. They were. And Even now when it's... you looked at now, and it's like, well, the writing was crap, the graphics were crap. How to get immersed <laughs> in that? Because we're comparing it to now. But back then yeah. it was, and it was, it was a simpler time, shall we put? Mm-hmm. Now you've got like Call of Duty main campaign, you can complete in three hours. I'm not paying 60 quid for a game that I completed three hours and then all got his multiplayer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hell no. no. So when they bring out these really good immersive games, and Assassin's Creed is one of them, you kind of get sucked into the time period and, and things like that, and I love it. And the um, thing is, they they take out the multiplayer, which I think, so they can spend more time making the story mode more immersive. So, you know, then you got to thank for people who crave a good story like you do that game you know you ain't got to worry about the multiplayer you're just playing the single player for the immersiveness and well this i mean i do hate that so if we go back to to the time before you mm-hmm. used to have both you used to get a good immersive storyline and a great multiplayer and a great multiplayer and if we look at it now games are more expensive than they ha- ever have been mm-hmm Yes, they're spending more money on games than they ever have done beforehand, but they're charging more money for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was not DLCs before. Now they can bring out a game and then literally in six months charge you another half the price of what you originally played for an extra bolt and a bit of the game. It didn't used to be like You used to get the whole game. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So they're, they're constantly getting money for it. And I know that the studios are bigger and like they spend a lot more money on games now. Um, the teams are bigger. So there's much more people working on it. The expectations are higher. Yes, but that's just the way technology has come on. But I don't see why, for me, like the amount of games that have been released and they've been bad. Take Anthem, for example. Now, I played Anthem. And do you know what? That game was actually really good in terms of it could go gone some places. If they had released that right, that game was amazing. But it had too mm. many problems. But why yeah. the hell would you release your game when you know it's that bad? Why would right. you do it? And it's money. Money, 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 money. Whereas if we if we took a step back and went to the simpler times, say, showing my age, but when you used to get a good game, it was a good story, it was immersive, you couldn't complete it in three hours. It just wasn't possible. No. There's no way. It took yeah. you ages. And then you could jump into multiplayer and have an absolute blast. But even with like your friend come round, split screen, amazing. Go for um, it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and you would have like the best time. 
So you've got the best of both worlds. Why is that so impossible to have now? Because now you either have a really short story and multiplayer and not very immersive and a bit rubbish, or you have a really good story and no multiplayer. I mean, one, one subject to rule, The Last of Us, the first one, it had both. The multiplayer wasn't brilliant, but it was decent. Mm-hmm. And then the story was amazing. Now you've got The Last of Us 2. It's just a sto- uh, story, player. right? Yeah. yeah. No multiplayer. And it's just like, what? why? So, I, I'm going out on a limb here, and I don't know if anybody's going to agree with this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, Red Dead Redemption 2. And we've been playing a lot of this multiplayer lately. We've been playing a lot. I got rid of the freaking horse. Oh, yeah. You got rid of the Arabian. That's right. Thank God. And Joe, I've not died as much. (laughs) Not from your horse, anyway. So. Main cause. But anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, like on Red Dead Redemption 2. And to me, I feel like Rockstar can give you the best of both worlds. Rockstar has been really good about that. Um, GTA 5 has a good story and GTA 5 has a decent multiplayer mm-hmm. um, but the thing about Rockstar is they don't release them both at the same time no. so with Rockstar you know you had Red Dead Redemption 2 come out the story freaking amazing probably one of the best storylines I have ever played Great. and this, this story put me to tears Like I, I don't cry in video games ever but this game, like this one, this storyline put me to tears. Like, who did you cry bad. about? I cried about Arthur. Yeah. So at first, when you're playing the game, you hate Arthur, right? Let's be honest. Everybody doesn't like him just the way he is. You know, dude, I thing. loved him from the start. The minute well, he's I'm just like him. you. I'm like, you're he's... a badass, man. I love you. <laughs> he's just like you, so I understand that. But <laughs> I didn't like him. I didn't like him at first. I didn't. I don't know why. I guess because it wasn't John. You know what I mean. And I was used to the John storyline, I guess. But anyway, and then as you go through the story, you start to like him. Well, then they hit you with a gut check, like, you know, oh, he's got TB, and it's like, why you got to do this to me, you know? And then he goes through this whole ordeal where he's trying to get out of this gang so bad he's trying to get john out of the gang so bad all while he has tb so like and as you're going through the game you can see his health is diminishing like terribly you know he's constantly coughing coughing up blood you know that kind of thing then it comes to the end you know where and i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it because this game's been out a while y'all should have already played it if you haven't go play it anyway it comes to the end where sadie and John's wife, what's his wife? What's his wife's name? Abigail. Sadie and Abigail are riding on a horse. And Arthur tells them, he's like, okay, I got to go take care of something. Sadie, you take her, you know, that kind of thing. When he's riding on the horse and it's playing that song and it's playing over in his head, you know, all those memories and stuff that you had throughout the story, it hit me. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Like, I'm going to cry. I already know it. (laughs) And then you go up to the mountain, you know, and you send John on his way or whatever, depending on what you choose. But then he ends up rolling over, looking at the sunlight and dying. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. God, it was such a good game. Even though I was teared up the whole time. They've done it really, really well. They did. 
especially with the whole a lot of the aspects of how we get got TB, mm-hmm. and then how after that moment he started changing. He was changing. He wasn't this badass that didn't care about anyone anymore. He started changing. No. He started yeah. giving a damn about people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar to The Last of Us. I'm going to talk about that quickly because that's still by the first one. Is still by one of the best stories I've made now. Probably didn't cry, but hit me, hit me where it hurts. It'll hit you hard, yeah. Probably because I am a father as well. But mm-hmm. right at the beginning, um, Joel is with his daughter. The world's yeah. gone to hell. There are zombies everywhere. He's trying to get his daughter somewhere, himself and his daughter somewhere safe. Um, and his daughter ends up getting shot by a soldier. Mm. And she dies there in his arms. And that, that is the, hit me. And that, that is the opening too. sequence of the freaking game. Do you know what I mean? And like they don't even butter you up for it or nothing. They just straight said, here you go. And that was it. Like... <laughs> So then, when you then start playing Joel after this, after years years have gone past, you understand why he's a grumpy old git who don't really like no one and and all this. And then obviously he he comes onto this, meets this girl who's got this like this immunity, and he's like a surrogate father to her. Sees her like his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the case that Jermaine, right at the very end, he thinks that she holds the cure to to the zombie I don't know did you play through the whole game I didn't play through the whole game I got about halfway through it okay so she she is effectively the cure because she's been bitten by a zombie right. but it's immune hasn't turned mm-hmm. so he wants to get her to basically does this great big journey to get her to a research facility they uh, so they can basically use her to find a cure um, they go through this mess of story there's a lot of bonding going on things like that Ellie's and in the end name, right? yeah Ellie and in the end, Joel realizes that when he leaves her at this research facility and leaves, that they're going to kill her because they need to extract, they need to experiment her, they need to extract her blood and her organs and things like that. And as he's leaving, he can't do it. And he goes back and he kills everyone and saves them. And it was like, and it was just so good because it was just that there's a, there's a sense of when he's kind of walking away and you're like, no, Joel, we've got to go back. We've got to go. Like, you're thinking ahead. No, no, we've got to turn around. <laughs> and then it just, the fact that he just goes back and we're like, yeah, let's get it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, story. Stories. So Pepper just put that she loved The Last of Us. Um, you haven't played the second one yet. You need to. It's very, very good. Be prepared for some, some shockers. I've not completed the second one yet because life. Um, just, I'm just going to read out some comments as well. So previous to that, um, when we were talking about developers, mm-hmm. um, or actually previous to that, I missed a couple here. So when we were talking about the burn victim, uh, Pepper said uh, maybe they went overboard on the treatment of the burn victim in game. Quite possibly, but then well, that's what we're discussing. It could be at the times. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, if you're talking about the Vikings, and if it, if it was a Viking makeup, well, the Vikings didn't give a damn. No, they would. I mean, look at their funerals. Like that—that's everything. I mean, you hear people saying Viking funeral all the time. What is the Viking funeral? You send them on a boat. You shoot the boat with a flaming arrow. Come on, burn victim. There you go. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, Vikings—they rape and pillage. They didn't—they didn't care. They didn't care, dude. Um, so if it, it benefited case... them, they were all about it. That was it. Absolutely. Um, so it could be done on that, and it, I think there's trying to 
bring like what like we were talking about trying to bring a sense of immersion into mm-hmm. that time um which i think they've done quite well on, on previous games and then obviously we us talking nostalgic value of how games used to be in that pepper put um that's the developers who don't care about their players like you said uh, they get their money from buy, uh, people buying it who cares if they actually enjoy it afterwards shoot themselves in the foot just for the uh, original payday and we agree and we talked and about the- that uh last week or the week before when we were talking about cyberpunk being delayed mm-hmm. we mentioned that where cyberpunk being delayed could be a good thing because you know they might be like they said, everybody's working from home in that studio. So, well, also with that, there's such a hype behind it that if they deliver and it falls flat on its face, they're going to have problems. Um, and they they're taking the time so long on it. Yeah. So, but they're so taking the delays, time to so much money. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping they're taking the time to perfect it. Yeah. Um, just had a thought so there was more news this week as well so square enix who are the developers of uh marvel's avengers we've gone off on a massive tangent and gone backwards by the way (laughs) like i don't know where we are anymore go for it let's get it how's it going bobby we were talking about you earlier (laughs) (laughs) so square enix time you show up just saying so on the same day they announced that they have lost 96 percent of their player base for Marvel Avengers, and they've also made a four and not directly tied to Marvel Avengers, um, but them as a whole have just made a, they've made a loss of forty eight million. That's crazy. Square Enix makes so, Marvel Avengers, and they also make uh, Final Fantasy, Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts, and all that series. For those who don't oh. know. Marvel Avengers um, is the one that's been dragging them down. Um, and But going back to what Pepper was just saying, it's, it's the exact same thing of, yeah, the story was okay. You know, pretty decent. But they didn't have a lot of replay value. Um, they didn't keep the content enough. It, it just wasn't enough. Not enough right. to keep people interested. Right. And this thing, they got their initial payday, but then they haven't got their, their playability, replay values, people just generally playing. Why does this keep on popping up? Um, Who knows, man? Yeah, so 96% in... I mean, Marvel Avengers wasn't even... um, Wasn't even released that long ago. Mm -mm. I want to say a month, two months tops. I think it was September is when it came out. So they've lost 96% of their player base already. I I think it was September when it came out. I mean, for me, that's just... That's insane. You've done something really badly wrong there. Yeah. And the thing is, is I played the demo to that game. and it, I mean, it played well. It was it was actually pretty interesting. And yeah, I think, it's, I think it's probably initially quite fun and exciting. And you can play as all the different heroes with all the different abilities and that. But September 4th. It was Se- September 4th. Okay. September 4th. That's when it's coming out. It's not been out long at all. No. Um yet. But I think one of the things was it ended up being quite grindy from what I understand was that once you complete the main story, you had to do like these dailies and these weeklies to get something or other. I don't know. I've not replayed it. Um, and yeah, and it just people is like, nah, I'm not about that life. Yeah. I mean, you're right though. The, the beta was good. I actually enjoyed the beta, you know, the combos and stuff like that, that, you know, the gameplay 
combos and all that that went down. It was actually pretty good, but I, I didn't get the game. I know Bobby got the game, and he played it for a little while, but I don't see him playing it anymore. Um, so Bobby just put uh, in the chat, uh, yeah, Avengers didn't make it too high on the scale. Um, yeah, they've just, uh, let's say, 96% playbase drop. That's bad. 48 million loss. This is a thing. If like, do you mean they're Including making games? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they make games, um, <clears throat> so Bobby just put um, they had a bit of bugs which they didn't fix within a week or two. Um, yeah, this is what we're talking about. Um, There's a lot of people releasing charge. games, but they're not sticking with them. Like they'll just I mean, release them just for the money, and then yeah, that's it. But you can't charge that amount of money for a game that is not finished. No, absolutely not. You can't charge that amount. Like one of the things I loved, because um, we were shot. So Star Wars, um, Squadrons. Yeah, we both thought that was just going to be multiplayer only, down to the price point. So Forty dollars, right? Yeah, so it's, it was thirty four ninety nine over here. Usually, yeah. a brand new game is sixty dollars, uh, sixty yeah. pounds. Um, so we thought, oh, maybe they're just doing a multiplayer, so they've reduced the price point. Fair play to them. Yeah. No. No, no, no. You had both. You had, you had, that's one of the, the rarities that you had actually a really good story. Really thoroughly enjoyed the story. The story is also like a massive tutorial about te- gradually teaching you all these different aspects. But then you had, you had to become a pilot, basically. It's really good. But then you've got the co op mode and then actual PvP modes as well. And it's like, well, you've got all of that for 35 quid. That's a win. Like, dude, that's and a, that's, that's a rarity. That's like a hidden gem, dude. And it's Star Wars, man. So like, and it's you know, Star yeah, Wars. I was excited. I was like, I was like, don't even care how bad this game is. I'm buying it. And to, then, to be fair though, like whenever we when we see a Star Wars game, we both both of our ears perk up. We start looking at stuff on it because it could flop. Like any Star Wars game could flop. You know what I mean? But every game, every Star Wars game that we've played has always been really good, and we've always played it for a while. Yes, we are biased. Don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. Don't but that EA makes some good games, let's be honest. Like they do. EA they really have, do. have definitely made mistakes in the past. Yeah. One of the things also I know we both and we've touched on this previous we loved is the fact that there was no in game currency in terms of everything could be earned in game. You didn't need to plow real money into it, earn a skin or anything like that. So everything was achievable in game, which Let's be honest, EA have made that mistake many, many times. We look at Battlefront 2. Obviously, big ordeal there with their, their loot boxes and things like that. And but so the fixed... fact they come away from that entirely with this game and they've yeah. just put in a purely solid, really good game, good story. No uh, loot boxes. <laughs> no loot boxes. Good co-op. Good um, like multiplayer, as in PvP. Um, cool amount of things to unlock with skins and things like that all achievable in game it's like and and it was cheap and it was cheap i mean normally you would say you know you get what you pay for but this one like you set your bar low let's be honest you kind of set your bar low when you see a game is like 40 bucks okay let's be honest yeah but you being right you know for a brand new game for a brand new game 
if it's been out six months as a sale, I'll be like, oh, quid's in. But yeah. for a brand new game to be released at that, you're kind of like, hmm. You're kind of well, skeptical because you don't know what to expect. But like I said, you set your bar kind of low. But let's be honest. With this one, when it come out, we were like, whoa. <laughs> we were blown away. Ticked all about the fact that it's also it's VR is amazing, like yeah. so good. I mean, there's a lot of games out there, got a lot of developers that could learn a thing or two of the way EA have done VR in that game. It's HOTAS compatible. Um, it just it was so it was the whole package. So say uh, what is HOTAS so people know. Oh, hands on stick and throttle. Yeah. Basically, a HOTAS system is you have two separate things. You have a joystick and then you have a throttle, throttle mm-hmm. stick. That's basically what it is. Obviously, it supports just a normal one, one-handed joystick. But for those who like an immersion, so for me, the most immersive thing in the world was, dude, I was in an X-Wing, VR on, HOTAS system. It was amazing. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, the turns you can make on a HOTAS system, I challenge anyone to make those same turns or control or keyboard. Because <laughs> it's not natural. It's not natural, man. So <laughs> Uh, and I had to play, I mean, I played on VR, but I was playing on a PlayStation VR. With the PlayStation VR, you have to use a controller and the headset. Kind of sucks. A little bit different, but still pretty good. For it to be what yeah. it was, it was still pretty good. So yeah, man, so you take that game, so yeah, just released that not that long ago. Yeah, this had to, a few minor issues, but to be fair, they've been quite quick to address them. Like, we had some dead zone issues. Um, there was a few little bugs. They fixed with, those quick, didn't they? Yeah, there was a few little bugs with missions and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they fixed them really quick, and they're still mm-hmm. they're still doing they're adding things and that, and they've just been really good. And that's just one of those rarities now, where if we go gym. back... Yeah, it really is. if we go back to when I was young, in my younger years, when I games... That was the norm. Yeah. Obviously not VR because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> but do you mean having a good story, having a good multiplayer, um, yeah. not having to spend extra, once you've bought the game, having to spend extra money on anything. Mm. Just, it, was, it is what it is. Right. Yes, yeah, Pepe, in my day, I'm old, all right? Get over it. <laughs> Simpler times, it was good. Born I mean, we didn't have color TVs yet, but... <laughs> he was born doing a prohibition. Never been a prohibition here, my man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no moonshine running with my dad. <laughs> oh, man. You're missing out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I have never been a wee chap. Thank you very much, Pepper. <laughs> but no, all right. Let's go back to the Ubisoft thing. We went off on a huge tangent, but I just want to say this. Oh, yeah. Let's just, um, I just want to say this. Uh, Ubisoft uh, mentioned... I guess back to the person who posted that tweet or whatever it was, said, thank you so much for pointing this out. We apologize for unintentionally reinforcing ableism. I don't know what that is through this language. We will remove this language in an upcoming update. So it's good that Ubisoft is actually addressing the issue rather than just kind of shrugging it off saying, okay, you know, go on somewhere. It's a good thing. Ubisoft is pretty good about that. Like, they they take care of things pretty well. Could be a bit of a pedantic complaint, possibly. We don't really know the the full ins and outs of it because it's hard to find any info on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same as you don't want people to bend to everyone's will, right? Yeah, um, like that. So because then everybody, everybody will start crying wolf at that point, and then then you have to bend over backwards for the consumer, and you really don't want to do that too much. Because... Well, 
this is it. I mean, I think some game developers have enough, high enough time because people pick their games apart. Yeah, expectations are higher. But then when you're paying that amount of money for a game and you, you get it and you're not happy with it, then you've got to say something. But then yeah. I think some people can be much more sensitive to things these days than before. What is it that you say? Uh, you know what happens when you get offended? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, do you know what happens when you get offended? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so just go on. Go on with your day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yet, some people take being offended as a very serious, serious thing. I probably offended many, many people. I probably offended multiple people during this podcast that I'm not aware of. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's life. I think people yeah. need to get over themselves. So um, Paige says, or Pepper Puck says, I would still like to see what the language is referring to. Me too. I like to too. know something a little bit more in depth about it rather than what I saw on the internet. Um, but. You know. Yeah, I mean, is it? Oh, well, Paige. Sorry to hear it. <laughs> well, sorry, Paige. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Perna says, uh. but Ubisoft has had some few mess-ups, but they do notice them pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, I right. mean, there's some companies are pretty, pretty big on that. Do you know what I mean? They, if they realize a mess-up, they will go out of their way to fix it. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft is one of those. Absolutely. So? So, just to let everyone know, we've had a new viewer that's been uh, interacting with us for a few days now, which is uh, Loki. And yeah. uh, I've, I've noticed something. In your streams, he mentions beans. And in my streams, he mentions corn. He's mentioned corn in my stream, too. Oh, just okay. not as much. It's more beans than corn. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's all we got to say about that. Yeah, that's all we're gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, anything you want to talk about before we wrap up? Uh, did we not have one more? I think that was it. Is that it? I think so. I think Ubisoft was the last thing I had on my list. Oh, so I was fully expecting you to be to 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 be another thing, but clearly not. No, I think that was it. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not really. I mean, the only thing we can uh, quickly touch base on is the fact of, have you seen that people are selling PlayStation 5 for $2,000 on eBay? Is it pounds or dollars? Uh, dollars, I think. Okay, because on Facebook Yard Sale, one of our friends was pointing this out. Somebody on Facebook Yard Sale was selling one for 1200 <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're hard enough to get hold of. They clearly can't keep up with the demand, neither company. So it's not just one or the other. I mean, both Xbox and PlayStation, their launch was a bit of a mess. Um, as you can well, well, as we all know, just what like, the pre-order setting was a mess. Um, people aren't being able to get hold of them. They're struggling. And then you've got, I'm going to say, the dickheads out there. <laughs> that will then go buy up five just so they can sell them a huge profit. It's just like... People be crazy. Uh, Pepper Puck's absolutely right. So, oh, here's a good question. Okay, and we need to ask the viewer this because we know Apprentice pre-ordered his because he mentioned it in the podcast. Did you get your PS5, Apprentice? That's the real question because I know a lot of people are having problems getting their PS5s. 
and a couple of friends of mine on Facebook have gotten theirs. So I just want to know if he got his. People really think people are going to buy said console for like double or even triple the retail price. Well, the, this is the problem. People do. This people do because they're hard to get. Hold up. See, exactly my point. Yours is still in the mail. But you've pre-ordered it, so you kind of guaranteed yourself a copy. But the thing is, is these people who didn't pre-order it is out of a PlayStation. So they will pay the money for it. Mm -hmm. If people are that desperate, they will. I mean, I remember the PS4 launch. And even though you pre-ordered, you were put into a phase. Over here, anyway. Mm -hmm. So everyone had pre-ordered. And then it would be, okay, you got like... So a lot of people would either have it already sent to their house or it'd be from... So you guys have GameStop, we have Game. So I was in phase two with Game. So I pre-ordered, but it meant that I wasn't going to get it on launch day because I wasn't fast enough for my pre-order. But it was the second round of consoles when they get in stock. One was put, put by to me. I got a text message. Your PlayStation is in. It's put by for you. We will hold it for 48 hours. Come collect it. Otherwise, it will be passed on to like, the next person kind of thing. And you'll have to get a refund or collect it at a later date. And that's kind of how I've done it. And that was understandable because there was such high demand for it. Um, do you mean it went crazy? Um, but because they were kind of contacting you and explaining this, oh, there's obviously a very high demand. This is the release date, but we don't have enough consoles in the country currently. So you're in the second phase, which means as soon as we have consoles in stock, you will get a message come pick it. And you're like, kind of fair enough. Yeah, I would have preferred to have it on release day, but understandable. But at the minute, it just seems to be a mess. Like people just receiving it as and when. Pandemic's not helping anything either. Oh, uh, no, of course not. Um, I think there's a lot of restriction with customs and, and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the whole from pre-order to the actual launch, people actually receiving their consoles has just been a mess. The fact that there's been, you know, multiple issues in terms of disk drives, cover playstations going bang, um, size issues. <laughs> I saw an amazing video, right? And it is <laughs> it's PlayStation Five being delivered. It's got six men carrying it out the back of the van, and they, <laughs> and they carry it in someone's house and they put it down, and then they place the TV and the Xbox on top of it and they're using it as a desk. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's awful! <laughs> oh my god, that's awful! <laughs> oh man, what is this chat right now? Uh, so Loki's complimenting the size of your mic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's pocket size. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty thick. It's, just... <laughs> it's got a girth on it. <laughs> yeah, it's got a nice bit of girth to it. That's what she said. <laughs> this is like, we've got literally, we start the stream with, the grit shows wood. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So now the girth of your microphone. <laughs> I mean, it's basically the same thing, right? We're talking about the same thing here. <laughs> that's great. All right. You want to wrap it up? I think that's all we've got time for, man. So, first off, um, thank you for all the new followers on, on Twitch for both myself and the grit show. 
we're almost halfway to fifty, my guy. I know, man. And I told you, if you get if you get fifty one, you got to you got to dye your hair pink, your beard green, no. and your eyebrows orange. Oh, we're not doing this. Yes, we're not. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, we're not. Guys, yes, we are. We're gonna end it here. All right, but be sure to follow us on Twitch. You got DJ underscore Lloyd eighty seven on Twitch. Follow him. Also follow me at the Grit Show on Twitch. Also, I came up with a Facebook group. Uh, it's now The Grit Show. Uh, it's spelled it's the same way as you see on the Watermark logo. It's the same way, and there's spaces in between each word. Definitely do that. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Right there. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter, at Grit Show. The G and the S is capitalized with no spaces. And I think that's it. For now. For now. Spotify. Oh, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, this <laughs> podcast is going to be uploaded to Spotify. I completely forgot Spotify. Jesus Christ. So, Spotify link is in Lloyd's bio. It is also in my bio. So, definitely head over there and follow us on Spotify. That way you can watch or listen to the podcast whenever it comes out. With that Sweet. being said, I am Danielson. I am DJ Lloyd. And we will see y'all in the next one. Peace. We will indeed. Peace out. We're protection. Thank <laughs> you.